Hello, ladies and ghouls. This is G-Rod from The G-Rod Show, and you are about to listen to part one of Halloween Palooza, the fan roundtable where we discuss all of the Halloween franchise, why we love the movies, why we dislike the movies, how we first fell in love with the Halloween franchise, and then we talk about the new Halloween movie that was just released. This was recorded on October 17, 2018, live on twitch.tv slash The G-Rod Show, and what you're going to hear is a lot of excitement because the, we recorded this the night before um, we all went and saw the new Halloween movie on the Thursday night preview showings. And I think you're going to enjoy it. So this part one is going to be why we love Halloween. And we're going to talk about Halloween one through part five. And then in part two, you'll be able to hear Halloween six through Rob Zombie's uh halloween films and then we talk about what we think is going to happen in the new film don't forget on halloween night october 31st wednesday october 31st hollowpalooza 2 will be airing live on twitch.tv slash the g-rod show at 9 p.m eastern without further ado here's part one of hollowpalooza 1 right here on the g-rod show What's going on, everybody? We are here. It is time for Hollapalooza. I am so pumped. I am here with my compadres, diehards, Colin Wall, Cody Repass. How you guys doing? Great. Ready to talk about the movies. Yes, let's do, let's do this. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, everyone out there in uh, Twitter land, uh, or not Twitter land, Twitch land, so they're all, they all start with T's, so I'm all like, I don't know. I'm weirded out. Uh, anyway, if you guys are watching, let us know how the audio sounds out there, how everything's go- going, just so you know, we want to give you the best quality content we can while we talk about our favorite horror film of all time, because we're two days away. Well, for us, it's one day away from seeing Halloween 2018. Um, but before we get started, I do have to let everyone know 31 Days of Horror is still going on. Today, I released... Uh, about like a 15-minute piece of audio of my Day 17 film, which is Halloween, the original one, because I watched it today, so I'm ready for tomorrow. I'll probably watch it again tomorrow. Check out my thoughts. I didn't give too much away because I wanted to save all my thoughts for tonight while we're doing this. So let's just get right into this. Colin, what made you fall in love with Halloween? So I think the first time I saw it was in 1995. Um, I remember my parents brought it home from Blockbuster. It was like a Blockbuster special cover. It had a picture of Laurie Strode on like the front of it and Michael Myers in the back. And I remember seeing the cover. I was just like, who is this guy? Like, he looks freaky. You know, I was just like, <laughs> you know, I didn't really too much about it. And I don't really remember watching it. Like my memories going like watching it the the first time. I think the first time I really like fell in love with it was when the first time I actually saw Halloween two, mm-hmm. um, that's when I fell in love with it. And then each one after that, um, I just like fell more and more in love with it. So yeah, I've just pretty much since the first time I saw like probably since 96, I think I've just been a diehard and been waiting forever to see a new movie. So I'm just super excited and can't wait. Nice. What about you, Cody? I went to see Halloween Resurrection. 
in the <laughs> summer of '02 nice. for my 12th birthday. Okay. Never seen any of the other movies. My dad took me. I was 12, and I was terrified. And I went home, and I remember my dad, he said, which ones do you want to watch? And I said, I want to watch them all. So that's where it started, and here we are, and it only grew. The older I get, I think I watch them more every year. Nice. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny how these movies stick with us from when we're younger and we watch them. Uh, for me, I was six years old, and I my mom had like a cabinet full of VHS tapes, and the one that stuck out to me was the one with the pumpkin with the knife on the front. I'm like, that's cool. I got to see this. <laughs> so I was a spoiled little child. I had a VCR and a, and a little TV in my room. Uh, me and my brother would watch, you know, cartoons and stuff on it. And one night I got up put the tape in, watched it, had nightmares for weeks. And I knew since then, that very moment, like there was two things that I, I liked this movie. Don't know why I like it because it scared me. And two, I wanted to create something like that. And that's what inspired me to want to do pursue film as a career. And people think it's weird that it's Halloween that got me into wanting to make movies. They're like a slasher film made you want to make movies. I'm like, yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I've only made, like, two horror films. I made a feature that probably will never see the light of day because stupid stuff. And the other one was more of a gore fest. And the other movies I've made are dramas. So it's weird. But Halloween has always stuck with me. And in high school, I was all about it. I had a Michael Myers costume. I had my dad's old uh, uh, coveralls from his job. Uh, as a prison guard that looked just like his i used to snow skate with people like we would take our skateboards and uh take the trucks off the wheels off and we'd film it like jackass videos but i always would dress up as michael myers and my name was not michael myers (laughs) this is really funny and that's all we would watch and like at at, at friday nights, saturday nights after uh school we would just go over my friend zach's house just watch all the halloweens all the time and uh, it just stuck with me, and I I still watch them to this day. So it's pretty interesting. I don't know. It's it's weird how they just stick with us. Yeah, they're all of them. Like I mean, the good, the bad. I, I watch them all. Oh yeah. So speaking of the movies, so right now we're going to literally go down all the movies. We're going to tell you why we like them, why we don't like them. And just have a good time talking about it. If you want to join the conversation, um, join the Twitter or the Twitch chat. Keep calling it Twitter. The Twitch chat. Uh, sign up for an account if you don't have one. Um, if you are watching this and don't feel like signing up for an account, Twitter at Real Girod or at the Girod Show or th- these fine gentlemen's Twitters. Promote them. Go for it. At Real Repass. And mine's at Colin Wall. Let us know. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. And let us know what you guys think about each film as we talk, because it's this is what it's all about. And then a little later, we're going to get into the new movie, and we're going to talk about our favorite mask, our favorite shapes, uh, and our our fantasy booking, as you will, for a perfect sequel um, to any of the movies, basically. Just something that we think would be what we would like to see on screen. Uh, so let's start with... Halloween one, the classic, the immortal classic that, I mean, what can you say? I've never heard anyone really talk bad about this movie, <laughs> but uh, I have some cons. I mean, they're really just nitpicky things. I but do let's, too. 
let's, let's start with Colin since you're the first video I see here. Uh, what are you? What What do you like about the original? Uh, okay, so the original, what I like about it, um, I just first of all, I think my favorite part about Holy One is the score. You know, the music. Um, those songs just stick with you. Um, just from Lori's theme to the Myers House theme, all those are just like oh, I just love listening to them. I listen to them all the time. But I just like the I just you know, just I like the this is kinda of weird, but I like how he like stalks. Like I like seeing him in the background of like certain scenes like or just like just you just see him just standing there like when she's looking out when Lori's like looking out her her uh bedroom window he's down there you know around the sheets like that scene is like probably one of my favorite shots like that's just that's just terrifying and then um a scene that i can't once like because like there's this website where i you you see like the bloopers and the scene where right when he sees him like in like the bushes and then when annie goes back and like when she goes he wants to take you out tonight. Mm-hmm. You see that smoke coming out of the bushes. I don't know if you guys have ever done yeah, that. Yeah, yep, carpenter smoke. Like, yeah, God, I cannot get like I can't not not see it. So that's just always just makes me laugh. But um, but just but just I just like seeing them like stalking in like the background, like especially with Annie, like when she's in the laundry room and is it like when she goes, oh, oh, uh. Lindsay, you answer the phone. It's it's Paul. You see him in the background, like tilting his, his head. That scene freaks me out. Yep. But I just and I just like you know Doctor Loomis. I mean, I know he people will say he's a pretty shitty doctor, but uh, he he's just he Donald Pleasance makes that movie just so much better because like he just has those iconic lines. And I mean, I just go on and on, but mainly it's the score and just the way that. You know, you see Michael in the background, just the way he like stalks, you know, the three girls. But man, I can, there's just so much good from that movie that it's just, I think it's just the best one. Yeah. I, I agree with a lot of those. Uh, Cody, how about you? John Carpenter. Yep. The man, <laughs> the myth, the legend. But you also have to throw Donald Pleasance into that. Like, he made the movie for me. Like, the little time he had, he just stole every scene that he was in. He made you believe that Michael Myers was evil, true evil, that nobody could stop him. It it was just, like, his performance 40 years ago. Like, you, you look at what he did in the movie, and it was just, it was great. And Jamie Lee Curtis for her first ever movie, like, and for her to think she didn't do a good job, like she thought she was going to get fired after the first day when Carpenter and Deborah called her and they just wanted to tell her how great she did. And like for her, for her very first job, like it was, she did great. Uh, She really is the screen queen. Like there's, there's not much that needs to be said about the original. It, there's some flaws, but it's a movie that's 40 years old that I just went and saw in the movie theater. And I feel like if it come out today, it would 
it, it it would be fine. Like there's there's no issues with it. Like it you can nitpick at a few little things like some some casting choices, but the money they had to spend, they didn't have very much to spend. So uh, with what they had, they they knocked it out of the park. It's it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I like that. Yeah, it, it was a movie that was made by a bunch of friends. And yeah. I think that's what one of the reasons. Very why young, I, too. Very yep. young. Yeah, right out of film school. And it was just, you know, just it's what's got, crazy is Nick Castle got paid nothing. Yep. He, he was a friend that was there that they put a mask on him and just said, you're, you're the shape. You are Michael Myers. We can, you walk straight and scare people. That's my favorite thing. That's one of my favorite things that I hear from interviews is when Nick talks about, you know, his motivation to play uh, with the motivation that, you know, John gave him to do the shape. Just walk, just, just walk how you walk. walk. Yeah. Just be yourself. (laughs) It's it's pretty cool. Um, So for me, I have a few notes here that I think, we we touched we touched on the score. The score is unbelievable. Yeah, I hate that the score that they put out, like the actual CD or record that you can buy, has um, the CD. I think it was for the very for a very long time the CD had not the original theme song on it. It was like a remix of it, and it was it just didn't sound like the original. But then they corrected that over the years, especially with the new 40th anniversary release of the. Uh, of the soundtrack on vinyl, which looks amazing. If you guys go get that, it's great. Um, also the atmosphere, the, the dread, the slow build of the film. Uh, that's the kind of things I, I, I like. I like, I don't like instant gratification and that's what a lot of people these days like in film. They, they want everything to happen so fast. If you sit in like a, a paranormal activity movie and I did, I, I saw all of them in theaters. I love that franchise. Everyone's just like, Oh, this is so dumb. When is something going to happen? It's like, you can't just give it away because there's no point in just giving it away because you might not. It, it just doesn't fit the story like that. And I feel with this, you didn't really see Michael do any damage until that night when the friends came around. And I, I like that a lot. Uh, what else do I have here? Um, the, inter- the introduction to the screen queen herself, Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, it's she's one of the best and not just a horror movie actress. She's just one of the best actresses. Um, she yep. comes from a long pedigree, you know, Janet Lee, who was in, who was, who was in psycho, the fog <laughs> with her. They had a scene together, a couple scenes together in the fog. And of course H2O, which we'll talk about later, the mask. I mean, the mask yes. is the greatest and it's a, and if you don't know out there, which I'm sure a lot of you do, if you are a Halloween fan, that is a, uh, Captain Kirk, William Shatner mask, which still is unbelievable to me that that's what that is <laughs> they bought it for two dollars <laughs> for two dollars and like the original like they had what that uh, a clown mask and i forget what the other one they talked about and it's just that th- if they went with a clown mask you probably would have been eerie but like not as eerie as this pale faceless like just it just looks like nothing and it just fits the whole goddamn like theme of what they're trying to pull off in the film. Um, I'll go to, I'll do the cons first and then we'll go backwards. Uh, this is just nit- nitpicking things like, so 
if if you are a, a fan of just like kind of just figuring out why things happen in the film, little pl- plot holes like you know who taught Michael to drive. If you didn't watch Halloween Six, then you wouldn't know. Uh, and like, how did he not run out of gas and have to stop at the gas station and things like that? Now that's they're nitpicking things. No, that. But that adds to the. It adds to the what do you call it? Um, the mystique of who he is because there's no rhyme or reason. He's there's no motive. He's just there and you don't know how this is all happening. So those nitpicking things are uh, just like, they're dumb. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that out loud to people like, Oh, I don't like this movie because of this. That would just had to find cons. And it's really hard to find cons about this movie. Um, and the joke that Bob says in the car, in the van, I just stupid. I always thought that was a stupid joke. See, nothing can't say nothing. Again? Again. What was it? Oh, uh, first we'll, t- You'll take your clothes off, then I'll take my oh, clothes yeah, off, yeah. and then we'll okay. take Lindsay's clothes yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Really bad joke. Yeah. Yeah. Even back then, for that back then, yeah. He would not like that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I always thought that joke was stupid, but yeah, this year, uh, 2018 would not like that at all. Um, what about you guys? You guys have, uh, Cody, what do you have for cons? There's not many. Like like you said, you have to get really, really nitpicky about what you think is a con in a movie that was made 40 years ago. And what you like, if you really think about it, how cheap it was made and everything and how good it was made, like you, you really have to nitpick. And if I'm nitpicking, probably Annie, like I don't really care about her character and she's to me like she's the one out of all of them if you watch it now rather than 40 years ago she's the one that doesn't translate very well like i i I never really cared for i think her acting falls short of all the others uh but like like i said that's like reaching for the smallest of things like i mean she's she's having she's not gonna outshine jamie lee curtis and PJ Souls is great. I don't know if you guys knew, but PJ Souls was dating Dennis Quaid when the movie came out, and well, they went to the theater and saw it. And when uh, in the scene where Michael's in the uh, the sheet and she lowers the uh, the blanket and she says, "Do you like what you see?" Apparently, at the showing a guy screamed out, yes, I love it. And PJ <laughs> Souls could not stop laughing. That's she hilarious. was laughing. Dennis Quaid was pissed. He wanted to fight the guy. And <laughs> and she said that it was the funniest thing. She'll never forget it. But like, I, I, I just thought I had to throw that in there. Like it was, Holy it was crap. I didn't know that. That's, I, yeah. I, I just that's saw amazing. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. great. That's awesome. Um, what about you, Colin? Um, so before I give it the cons, one more positive that I liked about the film that I forgot, as it might be my favorite setting of any of the, mo- the movies, it's in my top two, is the Wallace house. Mm. That yes. shot yes. when she's walking out of the Doyle house and she's, when she goes over to, at the very end, when she go, walks over to the Wallace house, so you just see that house and with that, Lori, when uh, Lori's theme's playing and in the background, that is such a creepy scene. Yes. I love it so much. And I, Goosebumps. 
the fact that that house now looks con- completely different it's breaks sucks. my heart because I've always wanted I want to <laughs> go because I want to go to those low, low locations and uh, I just want to but now that it looks totally different it's like damn but yeah I just love that house well but, uh, let me on, tell you this though real fast before you get into that right. uh, about the locations no problem um that street is still looks the same the trees it just has that feel you'll get over it really fast when you're standing on the street and a couple streets over is where the elm street house is just so you know pretty damn cool i I think that's one of my favorite things that i found out that day that i went and saw those houses it's like oh wait that's like down the street like so technically haddonfield is next to where elm street is (laughs) it's pretty sweet go for it okay so some cons that I picked out is uh, Loomis. So he sits in that bush the entire night and he knows <laughs> he's out there somewhere, but he doesn't do a damn thing about it. And the other thing about, and also is when he finds the car, when he, when he just, he makes that look and he sees the car, it, that shot makes it seem like the car is like right there next to the house, but he's end up, but then they show him like running and he's like walking like a full block. Like, how did you see that that car from so far away? <laughs> and that's just something that it's always like, I don't know. I just didn't like that scene. But, and then the other thing is like Sheriff Brackett. Uh, it's like, so the killer's out there and you don't alert your daughter about it. Like, doesn't say anything to, Aunt, to, to Annie about it, which I mean, again, that's probably like nitpicking. But, and then I also think, I also wish like that last, I don't know, 30 minutes uh, of the movie was a little drawn out more because that last part of the movie, like when he does the, the the three kills, goes by super quick. And like before you know it, it's over. I kind of wish it was a little bit more draw, drawn out, a little, little bit more dramatic, but that's me being real, real, real critical. But overall, I mean, I can't really give that many cons because there's really not that many. But if I had to give out any, those would probably be it. It's the most prof. It was the most profitable independent movie ever until the Blair Witch Project came out and that blew it out of the water, which yes, I, I could see, you know, eventually that was going to get topped off, but it's still one of the best of all time. It's in the top 50. Uh, the score is in the top 50 scores in movie history um, listed by AFI American Film Institute, which is, Still, the coolest thing to know that the Halloween score is heralded as one of the best of all time. I think that's great, and I agree. Yeah, I love that. Um, Wade Wilson in the chat, good brother Wade, says police are yeah. the smart in horror movies ever. <laughs> it's the truth. They're that always they're I always mean, dumb. <laughs> dumb. Like, come on. <laughs> um, dumb as hell, policeman. And one more thing about Loomis in that movie too. It's like. Especially if you watch the the TV scenes from like the TV edition of the movie when they're in the courtroom, yeah, yeah, I just feel bad for him too at the same time because he's like he's trying to warn everyone that he's this this evil, but he like never really explains why he's evil. He's just like, yeah, he's evil. Let's go get him. <laughs> well, we gotta kill him. <laughs> we gotta kill him, and it's it's weird too because you just like you feel bad for him. But you don't, especially after listening to that um, Halloween on Mass podcast, and they're talking about how he's pretty much a shitty doctor. 
but like <laughs> yeah. he's so charismatic and like you just gotta love the guy especially in the later sequels as we go on we'll talk about how crazy he gets all right let's move on to halloween <laughs> yeah <laughs> michael um uh, <laughs> halloween 2 which was a couple uh, years later love it more of the night he came home uh takes place literally seconds after the first one ends and this is i don't know we'll talk about it let's let's get into the pros i'll go i'll take this one first um no actually cody you go first all right both of you guys know i'm really critical of this movie so we're i'll I'll do the positives because there there are a bunch I I love I know Colin feels the same way. I love the hospital setting. It just adds to that creepy factor to the movie. Uh, I have to say, like, if there's one thing two did better than one is the kills. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the crazy outgoing gore like all up in your face i I liked how the original halloween's kills even though it could have had a little more use of the of the knife where in the second one you get a lot more of a brutal myers uh i i liked somewhat how myers you could tell he was all in on going after laurie in halloween 2 almost like zombie like like there's scenes in, in Halloween 2 where nothing's stopping him he's going directly for Lori it doesn't matter who's in his way and and that ending man when when Loomis when Loomis says it's time and and he blows that that room up that that's one of the best endings to a Halloween movie that they've done and this is coming from someone that has a lot of negatives about the original Halloween too. Like there's a lot of stuff I don't like, but the good still outweigh the bad in that movie. That that ending and the hospital scene raise it a lot. And that's that's all all I can say on it. How about you, Colin? Well, uh so Halloween two is probably I mean, the original obviously is probably everyone's favorite, but Halloween Two is my one B, just because I mean, um, it's the first one that I really remember seeing the first time. Like I, when I saw that movie, and just I fell in love with Michael Myers, and and like what Cody said, like for me, the hospital scene is to me, it's it, it's terrifying. Like I still. Whenever I'm in a hospital, I still think about <laughs> yes. Halloween too with the long hallways and stuff, and and I really like what they did, like when they're filming, like when Michael's walking down like the hallway, and then you'll they'll get the shot where they're filming the security cameras, and you can just see him like wandering around. Like that is, just, I just love that so much, and I I really like um, you know the the score is really cool because it's like a remix to the original, like the instruments that they use, like the synthesizers and all that stuff. I think is really cool. But yeah, besides the hot, the hospital, I just like the kills are a little bit better. Uh, you know, there's a little bit more, more gore, like 
what Cody was talking about, but it wasn't over dramatic. It like wasn't too much, but it just, that whole, just, it just freaks me out. It just freaked me out just because, and I really like the mask a lot. Um, it's a little different. Like the hair is a little bit more slick back, but, and I just like, you know, the guy, uh, I can't remember who it was, who played him. Um, Nick Wilbur. Yeah. He, uh, his walk was really, really good. And I really liked it, but I think it, it just has the feel of the original. I mean, like just the lighting and just everything was just like, it's basically like what I was talking. About. It's basically like what one movie. Yeah. There's some differences, but overall I just really, really like it. And it's just my favorite just because, you know, sentimental is just like, that's the one that got me hooked and I just like it a lot. You guys hit the nail on the head. And of course the, the hospital setting, the hospital, um, you know, location, just incredible. It's like claustrophobic madman walking around killing, you know, <laughs> how hospital staff, um, never, never kills any of the patients, which is pretty funny to me. Um, but, it's uh, like the hospital too. Yeah. Like, there's nobody there. Like what the hell is going on? <laughs> Must be a really safe place. Scene, don't want to cut you off with that scene where, I can't remember what the nurse's name is, but she goes into Dr. Mixture's office and she, and he comes up behind, behind her, that shot of like the mass. And it's like, you get the water re, re, reflection and like the, and like the face. Yeah. It's so cool. And yeah, I, I really love that scene, but go ahead. <laughs> it's no, it's, it's one of my favorites too. It's uh that's actually what my favorite kill in the film is the needle today. It's so simple and there's nothing crazy about it. It's just, done you know and and just the way that it was framed and everything and 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 and, um blocked out it's just i love it uh the score it's a little bit more epic um that opening um with the pumpkin like the first one but the pumpkin opens it's a little bit it's a different pumpkin and opens there's a skull in it i like that uh the mask i actually like the mask a lot it's not my favorite but i liked it enough to to make it a pro i think the mask was one of the better ones in the sequels. Um, the atmosphere was a little darker. It felt a little bit more evil. Um, I like that they went back to the Myers house a little bit and people are like, you know, trying to like, I don't know, right. looking for, yeah, they're, 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 it's a mob. They're looking to wake as, as, as Luma said. Um, I like that Dana Carvey had a, uh, a cameo in this. He never, he never spoke, but it was a reporter was telling him, to you know, go do something, and he's standing there listening to her, and he goes and does it. Dana Carvey, aka Garth Algar, who is one of my favorite uh, movie characters, loved Wayne's World, one of my favorite movies. Mike Myers is in that too, by the way. Um, ben Tramer, we finally get to see what <laughs> we we see who Ben Tramer is, and then he dies. <laughs> Rest in peace, buddy. Rest in peace, Ben Tramer, and he's and he's even got a mask out. You can go buy it on uh, Trick or tr- Trick or Treat Studios. The blonde. So- Michael Myers mask. Quick, quick question. Sure. Do we see a cameo from Ben Tramer tomorrow night? Well, now that he's alive, um, maybe. We're, I hope so. I, I hope like. Oh, that would be cool. I never thought of that. I hope he's like a, a a janitor or something. Maybe like maybe he's something. Maybe he leaves town. I don't know. I just want to see him. Like that'd be awesome. Just those simple callbacks. Like that. That's just great. 
from what I've heard from people who've seen the movie already, that never spoiled anything for me. Um, there's a lot of callbacks. I hope that's one of them because he's he's alive now. He's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> and that's canon. Yeah. He's not dead. <laughs> Those never happened. So uh, another thing that I really liked about this movie is like you were talking about Cody the end. I think that it is one of the better endings of this. It's not my favorite ending of the franchise so far, but if Halloween two was it and they never made another one, it's a hell of a way to go out. And Dr. Loomis sacrificing himself uh, for, for Lori and just, I like the TV edited, edited version of this where she's in the, she's in the, uh, the ambulance and then um, what's his face wakes up. And he's Jimmy. Like, oh, Jimmy, he's alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, God, that is so cool. Yeah, I just, yeah. What, what did they say? They, they said, we made it or we survived? Something like that, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen anything? the TV edition in forever. Like, it's a part. I they, have they, Halloween 2, the collector's edition on, on Blu-ray, and it's you get the TV edition with it, and I need to sit down and watch it because I have, I think I've only seen it once, but I can't remember the ending. I know she sits up, and then he sits up, and you think it's Michael, but he turns, and uh, and it's I uh, and it's him, and they they say something. They they embrace and and say something. Yeah, I, I think it's on like we survived or we made it or yeah, it's yeah we did it or hell I don't know. Now it is implied. Well, at least the actor does, and when he, the guy who plays Jimmy goes around and talks at like these conventions. Um, Dave McRae on YouTube. If you guys want to check Dave McRae out, he's awesome. Uh, he's a filmmaker from Toronto, voice actor, and he's a big Halloween fan, and he does a lot of commentaries. And he's definitely a good. Um, he compliments all the other guys very well too because he's he's in the business and he kind of goes by it by a story angle. Um, he interviewed the guy who played Jimmy, and it's pretty much implied by him and I guess people around him that. Jamie Lloyd is his daughter, and uh, I guess I don't know if he's estranged or died in that 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 accident, as they say. And four, but we'll get to that later. Uh, I'm going to start with the cons again because I have a lot to say, and I want to get it out of the way first. Um, oh gosh. Okay. Be nice. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm going to try to be nice. I love Halloween too. It's my third favorite. We'll get to our rankings after this, but. The pacing at the end is a little too slow for me. Um, I think they could have cut a little bit out of it to kind of bring it to a level to where it felt felt better watching it and not not get bored a little bit. Because um, there's a lot of him just walking around doing absolutely nothing. He's just kind of walking around. And I probably would have cut out at least, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes out of it just random things that I guess I would have taken out. Um, what else? Uh, the list here. <laughs> I'll go from like least mean to like, you know, what I hate the most. About it. Um, I think the violence in it, I could have, I could have went without the hot tub scene. Um, yeah. I've yeah. you took my scene. I uh I know back in the day I didn't really think it worked either, but I still like kind of when we when I watched it with friends, we would cheer. <laughs> like because we're we're nuts and, and dumb. Uh but yeah, I never I didn't think we needed that. I think they could have um that could have been an off-screen kill and someone found them later, you know what I mean? 
I think that would have been a better way of describing that. Um, they could have killed, the, like, you know, when they killed, what's his name? Uh, what was the ambulance dude's name? Jimmy's partner. I forget his name. Bud. Bud. You know Bud. how they killed him off, like, in the in the, the glass? You didn't really see it or whatever? Um, they could have There's cut away. In there. What's that? <laughs> it's like you had to, like... He's like twirling him around. Yeah. It looks funny. I just thought, like, oh, are they dancing in there or what? <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, I didn't really like I it's it's a toss up for me because I sometimes when I watch it, I, I don't mind him. But like the deputy that takes place of Bracket, I guess, you know, the cop that follows Loomis around. Um I never really, I didn't really enjoy him as much as like there's sometimes where I'm like, yeah, he's cool. And then most of the time I'm just like, I don't like him. And a little trivia for Halloween Returns, the movie that was supposed to come out, um, the script, the the script leaked because, you know, it's not coming out. He was going to be a big part of that. So it was going to be a continuation from the original Halloween, too. And I'm like, OK, so I read the script and he seems a little bit more decent in the script than this. I just felt like he was just in there because, well, Annie's dead, so Brackett's gone. So we just need to fill. We need another cop, so it's just him. It just didn't feel like it needed to be there. I wish Brackett would have, like, you know, wanted to hunt down My- Michael Myers, but of course he just gets mad at Loomis, and that's another thing I don't like is that he gets mad at Loomis. You let him out. Like he's not the one that let him out. He's the one that wanted to stop him, but no one listened to him. But like no one wants to listen to the crazy Loomis. <laughs> I just feel like people see Loomis as this crazy old man that knows nothing. <laughs> But he, you know, he's just he's dressed really nice. Um, my biggest gripe with Halloween two, and I I don't blame John Carpenter and Deborah Hill writing this in because they had to. They needed something to hook to keep people interested. But the brother and sister storyline is ridiculous. And after all these years, finally, like, kind of just formulating my own opinion and not just kind of be like yeah it's cool whatever and just thinking about it like it totally broke the series and i think that's one of the reason why that the series even though it was successful for the longest time and still is a lot of people can't follow it because that's it just feels so shoehorned it's so forced so over the top and then you then she's gone in number four and then he's not after her anymore he's after the little it just it it just, I hate it. I just, I don't like it. And I guess, I don't know what else you could have done to kind of fill that in that fill that little plot hole or that plot hole in, but they had to do something to kind of keep it going. And, um, cause it didn't, if they ended Halloween two the way they did, it would have never mattered. And we wouldn't be sitting here talking about brother and sister angle and how it sucks, but I don't know. That's just my gripes with it. It's just, shoehorned in knowing what we know now it's the studio wanted it and all that dumb shit but you guys go ahead well you stole a lot of my cons (laughs) to the movie but unlike you guys i'm not a huge fan of the mask and i'll tell you why it's grown on me of recent since i figured out or found out what happened to the mask it's actually the mask from the original mm-hmm. but it was thrown under deborah hill's bed because they weren't expecting to do another movie and she was a smoker so that's why it has a yellowish tint to it uh and also uh uh 
Oh, I, I'm drawing a blank. Who plays Myers? Uh, Dick, Dick Warlock. Warlock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His face is a little fatter and wider than Nick Castle's. So that's why the mask looks different, but it's still the original mask. Knowing that, uh, it's not that big of a con. Now, man, that new deputy, his first lines of the movie where I think one of them's Annie. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. I hate that line. I hate it. Uh, it it's, it's just so bad. The The hot tub scene, I'm right there with you. It feels Friday the 13th vibe-ish. Yep. It, to me, it Halloween started the, the slasher scene. Uh, Friday the 13th started copying Halloween. Halloween watched Friday the 13th or Halloween 2 watched Friday the 13th, and they wanted to copy some of the kills to bring other people in, so they did the hot tub scene. And, of course, just like in Friday the 13th, you have to see the boobs. You have to see some nudity. Uh, that was the only kill that I really didn't like. Uh, everything else was was really well done. Uh, the The small sample of of Lori Strode in this movie. Like that's a huge negative to me. Like she's relegated to being comatose for 75% of the movie. Yeah. Like she's our, our main character from the first one and she's relegated to next to nothing in this one. Uh, and you're, you're kind of stuck with all these side characters that they're not building. You're just dealing with them until Lori wakes her ass up and starts fighting back or whatever you want to call what she did. But my final gripe and what, what ultimately makes the movie less appealing to me, G rods already harped on it is the brother and sister angle. I would be okay with it, but they did it so poorly. They, they relegated it to a nurse and Dr. Loomis as a throwaway line, as just, oh, well, that's his brother, that's that's his sister. Like, you didn't, it didn't feel like it was important to them. It was just a line that they were putting in the movie just to make you, like, understand why Michael was after her now. And to me, it just, if they were going to put it in the movie, I wish they would have, focused more on Lori's reaction, like her reaction to, Oh my God, my brother is a psychopath like that. He's after me to kill me because I, he went away when I was a baby. And to me, that's the biggest downfall of the movie. And in all honesty, the movie's really good. It just like, especially if you watch it with Halloween, like the original, and you just cut out the first section of Halloween two, where it recaps the first movie and you can have a three hour Halloween, Halloween two seamless movie. And it's a lot more enjoyable if you do it that way. If I just sit and watch it alone, like not with Halloween before it, it, the flaws come out a lot, a lot more to me. I agree with that. And also, you know, like you said, it it's a throwaway line. It just felt really forced. And there could have been a different... Like, I like the scenes where she started seeing the flashbacks of her 
standing yeah, there yeah. watching Michael and Michael just turns and looks at her and he like just looks really mean or like, you know, I'm not going to forget who you are. And like yeah. she kind of comes to and like somehow I don't know how she would find out, though. Like, see, that's the thing that implies that she's seen him before. But I don't know if the audience yeah, would like- catch on and be like, oh, wait, like they know each other. How do they know each other? It's just a mess. You kind of put yourself and it's like when we talk about wrestling, you book yourself into a corner. You can't get out of it um, with Brock Lesnar. So it's like kind of the same thing. (laughs) That's what I feel. It's like the same goddamn thing. Like you had to do it. So you got to figure a way out. And this is how we got out of it. And eh. how about you, Colin? So, one of my <laughs> we gave him all is, the negatives before Colin because we know he loves this movie. So I I do I on. really do, but there is a few negatives. Um, first, it's the Ben Tramer death scene. Um, <laughs> when they hit him, he's bent over the car. When they hit, you know, when they they come, he gets out of the when the sh- the deputy gets out, you should, he falls over the front of the car, and then they show him he's straight up. I'm like, okay. Did anyone else notice that? But that's just, I don't know if like people really, yeah, yeah I, I know see that, or whatever. But yeah. And I don't know. Um, yeah, I wish there was more Lori outside of a hospital bed, you know, scenes. Like, I wish she was a little bit more, more involved. But I mean, she's hurt. So, I mean, I get it. But other than that, I mean, yeah, the brother-sister angle is so, like, you can tell, like, I don't know if they thought of this from Empire Strikes Back, but that was, like, a year before this movie was out, and that's when they did the whole, you know. John Carpenter hated that. The father thing, but, like, I don't know if, like, that was, like, an, an idea, but, I mean, I get it. I mean, maybe they did that just so it's like well there's a reason to watch more to make more movies but we all know that they didn't want to make it anymore so what was the point of it in the first place yeah so i mean i don't know that's just those are probably the only ones because overall i just i I really like it (laughs) and it's it's funny that you say that like they 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 didn't really want to make any so john wanted to go off and make the fog and one of the producers of the original Halloween's like, hey, you can make the fog with us and we'll do it with you, but you have to make Halloween too. And then John and Deborah went off and did the fog with a different company. They got sued. And then like to kind of settle it all out, they made Halloween too. And like the rumor goes the is going around, has been going on for years, that John and Deborah wrote that movie in one night with a with a six pack and did whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just that. like <laughs> That's such an urban legend that I, it's one of my favorites for, for the series. Uh, if that's true, that's amazing because it, it, it definitely didn't really show that if they were drunk writing this, it came out all right. It didn't come out perfect. And that's that's the thing. I mean, but nothing's perfect. And um, but I, yeah, you know, that's another thing, too, that you guys brought up is that Lori's really not in it that much. And, you know, I, like, I hate it. I, I hate it. I like, I don't mind it, but I don't get it at the same time. Like Colin said, like she's hurt. She's, she's just went through this trauma of seeing her friends. I almost getting killed by herself, but, um, I don't know. It's, I, I like that. We got to see a lot more Loomis, you know, you know, Loomis. I mean, I could watch a whole movie about Loomis, you know, Um, there was a comic book that came out and it's very rare. You can't find it. It's like, if you can, it's like thousand dollars. 
I think it's just called Sam or Loomis or something like that. And it just follows Loomis. And all the fan scripts that people put out, there's always a David Loomis or, um, uh, yeah, I think it's a, a David Loomis, Dr. Loomis's son. I think he's in the comic too. And that's where the guys who wrote the comic came up with it. Cause everyone else said, Oh, Loomis has a son. He's going to be the next guy. And I think mean, that would have been a really cool thing to see too, in any of the sequels after Donald died is like another Loomis comes out of the shadows, but that's, that's for another discussion for a different day. You know, fantasy. we'll be, we'll be fantasy booking later. One, Maybe that comes up. One, one more, what, one more, uh, negative that I have. I don't, I didn't get the whole school scene. Like what was the point of him going to the school to write Sam Hain? Like he could have done that anywhere. Why the heck did they choose a school? Yeah. That's something that I'm like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. That sounds like, like the beer talking there. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, it's like, where did he find, like, where did he find a school? I mean, it's just, <laughs> but I don't yeah, I know. know. That's just something else. But there's also like a lot of little bloopers in that movie too. Like that. I don't know if a lot of people catch like, Annie, when they show her body and he puts the, the sheet back over her, her eyes twitch. I don't know if anyone else has noticed that. I've never noticed. I'll have to go back and watch it. I'll probably watch yeah, it again tonight. Have to, won't, won't ever, you won't miss it again. As soon as you see it, you're like, well, I, you can't uh, uh, unsee it. But yeah, when he puts, like, after he closes her eyes, he puts the sheet back over, you see her eyes twitch. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So. I guess this is where Cody just sits back and listens to uh, Colin and I talk about uh, the next film on the list, which is Season of the Witch, Halloween 3. So a little bit of backstory on this. Um, They wanted to go in a different direction. Uh, John um, was brought on to like kind of help write it, and he did the score or whatever. And they wanted to go in a different direction because they killed off Michael. The whole uh, anthology idea came up, which is a really actually a really great idea. it just didn't sit well with the fans because, well, everyone wants Michael. But, like, how do you write Michael to come back after he's dead? You know, it's just like, I get why, you know, they wanted to go in a different direction. And uh, Tom Atkins, I love that guy. He's great. And we get Halloween 3, which is about Warlock who curse these masks that kids are going to wear and they watch this really cool thing on tv at like a i think it's like nine o'clock or something like that on halloween night and they're all supposed their heads are all supposed to explode killing off all the kids in in the world which is actually a pretty so brutal pretty brutal and dark dark way of doing things <laughs> and come to think of it that's that's funny to me and because it's just it's that's a that's a horror plot that you know, I w- if you told me that that was a movie or if you asked me if that's a plot to a real movie or not, I'm like, yeah, it's a real movie. It has to be made. Someone made that, of course, because people are fucked up. Um, <laughs> I'll give you my pros because I didn't really write any cons because the only con I can think of of this movie really is that it just n- doesn't belong in the series. I think if it was just called The Season of the Witch um, yes. or something else, it yes. would have people so would have enjoyed people it. People would, would like it. Yeah. It's, it's, or if they're just making it, and if they were planning on making it an anthology, just call it Halloween, comma, season of the witch. Don't add the three. Like, it, it, why? If you're making it an anthology, why put Halloween three? Yeah, like, it's yeah, yeah. the first of the anthology. Like, and I, I've seen the movie. I don't want people to think I haven't. Like, I've just seen it twice, 
and both times I really wasn't that impressed. So I'm going to leave it to the guys that have seen it and <laughs> like it more than me. <laughs> I am going to be paying $5 to go see it at this like screening here in a couple weeks. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited about it. <laughs> uh, jealous. Um, so I just think it's a fun movie. I think it's a, it's a crazy idea, kooky idea that worked for me. And I remember seeing it and everyone in my, my friends was like, this isn't Michael Myers. I'm like, but it's a good campy horror film that we can watch and eat junk food and go nuts over. It's just really fun. And Tom Atkins rules. Um, <laughs> the score was cool. I love the Halloween three theme. It's one of my favorite themes in, in horror. Like it's just, it's iconic to me and it's, classic john carpenter and then you know the happy happy halloween i remember my mom watching the all the halloweens that are on amc uh fright fest every year and she would leave it on at night and like i can barely hear it in my room because my room's next door to hers um when we when i was younger and i could just hear it i'm just like oh yes it's great it's halloween time this is great um i love the the minions i guess to the warlock dude um they're kind of just like ro they're robots dick warlock is one of them which is awesome <laughs> too um i like those because they reminded me of michael they, there was essence yeah. of michael in it that kind of room that's just like okay those robots are michael myers they're, they're they're representations of michael myers and colin sent me a video of a film theory that the myers mask is actually a silver shamrock mask and it's a prototype um, See, that's a fucking idea. Yeah, that's that's how you tie that in, and I, I that would have been great if they would have done that. Um, I like the idea of the mask killing people. I think that's I think that's unique. You don't really see that. And the scene where the kids and it's like a test, and the, the kids wearing the pumpkin mask, I believe, and it, he's watching the commercial, and and he starts to like melt. And then the the cockroaches or the crickets come out of his face. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Great effects. I love it. Uh, and then when the woman like went to like light her cigarette or something, and she's laying in bed and her face explodes. It's it's cool. Um, and I love <laughs> so the she end. Finds that chip. That's right. That's what it is. The silver samrock chip, and she goes over with like a like a screwdriver, and it blows and it up. Activates it, and yeah, that's what it was. That's I thought it was something to the point like that. Um. And I love the ending. I love how frantic the ending was where Tom's trying to call the, the, um, the, the, the networks and like, turn off the, the, you know, turn the thing off. There's something's going to happen. You got to listen to me. And then he like yells into the camera, like breaks the, the fourth wall and he just yells into the camera. No, or like, stop it. It's awesome. I thought it was a great ending. Um, and Halloween's playing on the screen when he is, uh, um, kind of tied to a chair, or like locked to a chair. There's a TV on and it's Halloween. It's the end of the movie Halloween, which is Michael Myers is technically in the movie. But like my my cons are all I really have to say about it is just what doesn't belong in the series. Other than that, I enjoyed it. All right. So it's my turn. Um, so Halloween three uh, was a movie. So I first saw it. I saw it when I was little, but I didn't really remember it. So I watched it a couple years ago the first time in full fell in love with it i really really like it um i like the the music um that the, the song where they're driving to santa mira is so good it's just i don't know what it is about it i just like that just that, that 
just the whole song. It's just sounds really cool. It's classic Harper. But I just yeah, and um, yeah, those I don't know what you call them the the guys in the suits. Yeah, they have Michael Myers esque uh, characteristics, like uh, you know, like when like they'll run into him, like at the very beginning where um, Ellie. Uh, dad is running away from him and he's hiding from him and then he runs into him and makes that sound effect. It's like, mm-hmm. that's that's so Halloween like Michael Myers-esque and, and, it's, and, and it's also a pretty, yeah, like you said, it's a pretty brutal movie. Like um, the uh, part where um, what's his name? Dr. Uh, Dr. Chalice runs in that when he leaves the, the store and he's got the, the alcohol and that guy goes, Hey, can I take a drink of that? Yeah. And he, and, and how that guy dies, like when, and actually that's where we see Dick Warlock. He, he's the one that actually ripped the, the guy's head off. And you see the blood splattering and, and stuff. That I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And yeah, I just like the I, I don't know. I, I like the, the silver shamrock uh, factory. Like when they show up from like the outside and, in like the hotel, the um, I can't know what the hotel name 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 is, but it's such a creepy setting. It's like that whole town is all like like when they go like like when they first go in and in the town, and you see all the all, all the people in the town are like staring at at them and stuff. That's you know that's I really like that. It's good atmosphere. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really just like and they have all the cameras everywhere and stuff. It's just just a creepy movie, but. Yeah, if they would have just, yeah, like you said, if they would have took out the three, and that movie was just, just by itself, like, not any part of the series, it's just like, here, you should watch this movie, it's season of uh, uh, The Witch. I guarantee it, so many more people would uh, really like it, and, but, you know, I love it, I don't care if it's part of the series or not, I <laughs> enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's... But yeah, the, but the Silver Shamrock, the the uh, TV ad song is just classic it's iconic i love it it's it, it, it's very iconic and i love that people that have the the vinyl for the soundtrack because I, I my friend um Mach, we call him macho that's his like a nickname he uh he's a filmmaker a very good horror filmmaker and he's he's got some really good uh, films out you should definitely check out um whenever he's in his office writing he's got the silver sound shamrock masks and he has the the soundtrack and he's always playing it it's great um and i think there's a it's a cult film you know what i mean it's 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 not the one that gets you would think three is the one that gets trashed a lot it's definitely not it's definitely the least one of the least trashed movies in this series it's it's yeah. it's always it's the only nitpick i've ever i ever hear from any fan of halloween is just it it's not a Halloween movie, but like if it's just it's the lo- lovable like cousin that you know people are kind of iffy on because he's weird, he's outlandish, but he's part of the family, and that's how that is to me. And uh, I, I, Halloween three has definitely got a special place in my heart. I don't know which one of you was the one that said uh, you're gonna get the mask tattooed. Is it one of you guys that's getting the t- mask tattooed? 
Oh, I'm getting oh. I'm getting the uh, the pumpkin, but it, I'm getting the pumpkin from the original. Okay, all right. No, I I guess I was listening to someone else talk about. I think it's a great idea. Anyone? Also, uh, shout out to uh, Nancy Loomis is in that movie who played Annie in, yep. in the original. She's in that movie. Yes, I thought that is. was a little cool little uh, callback. She's That's also cool. in the fog. She's also like probably. <laughs> She's in the fog, isn't she? She's in the fog. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in the fog. Tom Atkins is in the fog. Charles Cyphers is in the fog. Um, Tom Atkins' character in the movie is named Nick Castle. This is really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just really funny. So I love it. It's uh, I love John Carpenter, man. He's, he's one of the best. Um, So let's move forward. Let's keep this rolling. We're an hour in. Hope everyone out there is having a good time. Oh, I get it. A quick, a quick negative of Halloween three. Go for it. One quick one. I hated when they, when they, whenever they would kill one of those robots, it was like not blood, but it's like like goo, orangeish. Yeah, yeah, it looks like looks like caramel. I thought that was weird. That was weird. <laughs> but yeah. but um, it fits it too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But that was probably one of the only negatives besides it being. No Michael Myers, but other than that, all movie. Uh, just before before I forget, because I know I'll forget because I didn't write it down. I'm going. So we ran a poll on the G Rod Show uh, Twitter, and since we're talking about sequels and we're getting into the sequel talk now, um, I'm a little bit more heavy, heavily. And Cody's over there getting ready to talk about Halloween Four. I'm excited. I love this. Um, I love this. So I asked, "What is your favorite Halloween sequel, and why?" Uh, fifty four percent says H two O, which is very surprising to me. That is shocking because I can't wait to talk about how it's one of my least favorite movies in the genre. Really, the, it is, and I'll tell you why when we get there. Um, Ooh. Halloween six and Halloween four are tied with twenty three percent each, and someone did ask, "Where's Halloween 3 <laughs> on the list? It was like Twitter only allows you to put four or five <laughs> choices. And if I could have put all of them on there, I would have. Uh, you should have just replaced Halloween five with Halloween three. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. I could have done that. Um, some guy named Cody Repass says, I love, I love that H5 has no votes. Fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> good, good work. Good work. Uh, G would, uh, triple zero one says he's excited for the new one though. You know, everything he's read and watched is all positive. So that's cool. I'm glad everyone's excited about the new one. We'll get there. We'll talk about that here soon. Uh, <laughs> Might be tomorrow, but we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, KM, KMA Factor is the one who asked uh, where Halloween 3 is. Shout out to KMA because, trust me, Halloween 3 would have been on the list. I feel like if we got votes. But, yeah, Halloween 5 didn't get any votes, and we'll go into that soon. So... Who wants to start with four? Who I guess since I will, I will lead because I'll make it short and sweet. Because <laughs> here we go. This movie is not as high on my list as you as the the way you two have it. But Halloween four, um, some positives. Um, well, Michael Myers is back in it, so that's probably the best one. But I mean, it's I like again. I like. Um, the stalking scenes where you like when there's Deputy Logan, he's sitting in, in, in the chair and he sees him. You don't, he doesn't see him, but Michael's in the background. They show him like way in the back of the house. And he's mm-hmm. just 
uh, see his mask for a split second. Really, really like that part. And then, um, oh, I think I have some others. Um, God, see, that's like one of the only things because, like, I don't know what it is about the movie, but um, I have more negatives than positives. And I also, okay, just because um, the Bucky scene, the Bucky death scene. Yes. With me and my brothers, and we always laugh at that at that scene because I I just like how it, it, he has his hat and just says Bucky on, on it. He goes, he goes, what well, he goes, enough of that. Don't play any of that Halloween shit with with me. I just that part always makes makes me laugh. And then I also like uh, Earl and his game. I just that whole sequence is like, um, let's go pump this bastard. <laughs> you know, yeah. Those lines, those lines are so funny. Like. And when they are shooting at that, they think they saw him, and he goes, "It was Ted Hollister." I don't know. Uh, you know, it's really sad to say, but I really like those parts. But um, and then I was like, Doc, Doctor Loomis. I like he's like more and more, more crazy. Like he's starting to really lose it. Um, and I really like the guy that picks him up. When they go to the hat, and the hat. <laughs> yeah, Reverend Jackson. Oh, oh, you're a you're a pilgrim, all right. I, you know, I just like just the just the, just there's just more like more of the like lines in the movie are what I like about the movie. But I'll let you guys drool all over this movie. So go ahead. Before calling <laughs> it in it, before calling it, do I do R O M E and Cody? Um, when Reverend Jackson introduces himself before he, he sneezes in his hand and then he shakes his hand, it sounds like he's like, bullshit. Hi. <laughs> and it always popped me and my friends so hard. And like that goofy ass <laughs> smile that Loomis gives him at the end of the scene. I have a still of that. And I always, anytime I need to laugh because I'm like sad or something, I look at that picture and it all instantly Wait, makes me which laugh. One is, what scene is it? Or like what? smile is it after what part so i know when it's he's, when he's in the car but when he starts singing when when the when the reverend starts singing oh, yeah yeah it's okay. it's great yeah um, okay uh, talk about, yeah that's funny it always <laughs> makes me laugh that that's just one of my favorite parts but cody go for it. i know you've been waiting for this one yes all right i love this movie i i love almost everything about it i hate the mask it's probably well i'll get to my negatives that are small later on the biggest, the biggest positive that rooftop scene is terrifying. It's, it's just an awesome scene of just the stalking and him chasing them on a roof. And they wanted to have the house on fire. Like that was the original plan was that the house was going to be on fire. And I, I can't imagine like the visuals you would have got if that would have happened and they would have done that. Uh, otherwise, like, I mean, the way that they did it, they shot it great. It, it was great. Uh, Michael in the movie, like he had a purpose like that. He didn't really show in the other movies. Like he was methodical and he did things in order. Like when he showed up in town, he cut, he took out the lights. Then he took out the police. Then he knew exactly where they were. He went to the house and hunted everyone down. Like they just, it, it was, it was this like the smartest Michael that they've had. 
And the way the way he went room by room, like he knew exactly what he was doing, where he was going. It was it, it was just a great portrayal. George P. Wilbur was fantastic as Michael. It was awesome to see them actually like bring a young child in as his main victim, like who he was stalking is a young child. Like you don't really see very many movies that have the balls to say, all right, we're trying to kill a young kid and I hope you're okay with it. But another huge positive is Rachel. Like she's, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I always will. And she looks fantastic in the new Halloween, but Rachel will always be my final girl. The way she cared for Jamie as the movie went on at the first of the movie, you could see like Jamie was bothering her. Like she was a hindrance to her and she was causing her to miss hanging out with her friends and stuff. And by the end of the movie, she was her protector. She was willing to die for Jamie and they like her character arc through the movie was probably it's, it's my favorite in the, in the entire franchise. And it's probably the best character arc they've had in a Halloween movie. I, I just love this movie. Like the ending it's right up there with Halloween two and we'll get into another one later on that it's right up there with, but the them shooting him up and him falling and getting in the creek, and then Jamie, like that shock ending, that Halloween five completely fucking ruined. But <laughs> yep, exactly that that shock ending was wonderful. They did it so well, and granted, they already had plans. They had already screwed it up. They already knew what they were gonna do. But that ending of Halloween 4, when you see it in the bigger picture, if you've watched Halloween 5 and the other movies, you know they don't, they don't stick to it. But that ending was one of the best endings of, of the franchise for sure. Agreed. And I'll get into That's one of my favorite things too. Um, the premiere of the new Halloween right now is happening in L.A. on Hollywood Boulevard. I almost said Halloween Boulevard. That's what they should probably call it now. <laughs> Um, and they have a replica of the, the, the Myers house out front of the Grauman's Chinese theater. Actually, it's called a TL TCL Chinese theater now, but it will always be called Grauman's to me. Um, and he's just, Michael's just chilling out on the porch. It's awesome. Uh, so Halloween hey, before you, go ahead. before you get in, just cause you brought it up. I just thought of it. Probably my favorite character in, 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 uh, Halloween four. He's only in it for like a minute is Wade. That's my favorite character in that movie. Fuck off, Wade. Fuck off, Wade. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. I wish there was more of him in that movie, but go ahead. I um, throw it out there. I'll, I'll give a goofy con here before I pro, before I get into my, for the serious, more serious pros, Sasha Jensen, Jensen, Sasha Jensen, who plays Brady. Um, I've been, a, I, I've only seen him in like one other movie. And I was days confused and he was awesome in that movie. Shout out to Sasha who still talks about Halloween, who still, who was at the convention, I believe. So I'm glad he's still, you know, part of the family. Um, I mean, the biggest pro of them all is they brought Michael back 
in a, in a yeah. very, very yeah. awesome way. But like you said, uh, Cody, very methodical. He went down the line, did what he had to do so he can make sure that what it, he could find everyone and be able to do it. Um, the opening credit sequence sets the mood so much. It's the, I think the best opening sequence besides the first movie, like that Agreed. iconic uh, zoom in with the pumpkin. This really, it, this felt like it could have like the place that they shot this in, which again, back to back shot in Salt Lake city, Utah and Salt yep. Lake, Utah, Salt Lake city, Utah is a pretty cool place. If you've ever been, um, it's, it's a beautiful little city. Um, it's cool because it feels like Haddonfield for sure. And I love the opening. Um, and shout out to the guys of We Watched a Movie who are doing a Halloween uh, month like they did last time. And uh, the beginning of their videos is just like kind of a remake of it. And it's cool. Let's see. Uh, the the security guard in the institution in the beginning of the movie creeps me out because he's always like that creepy guy. He plays. He's a good character <laughs> actor. And the way he. What other movies he in? Um, I can he look him so up. familiar. Let's look him up. Let's do that real fast. Because like I feel like he was in something else, but I can't. Maybe I'm wrong. But there is uh, a guy that so, so. he he kind of reminds me of like the other like Irish like actor that's out there like Irish American actor that's in like um he's in the fighter he's in uh. He was on Always Sunny. He played like a detective. He always like plays a cop or something like that. And I feel like this guy always plays like a, a cop or something like that. Um, hold on, it's being weird. So as but as you as you search for that, but like you know, you you brought up the opening sequence. That opening sequence, though, I feel like would fit a lot more with Halloween Five. If you're going through like, because they show like. There's like the barn, there's the pitchfork yeah. that they show. I feel like that would, I like, I know this was all, I mean, obviously they didn't plan on making five, I don't think. It's like, man, that opening sequence also could have fit really well with the opening Halloween five. So the but, actor's name is Raymond o- O'Connor, and he was in The Rock, Just Like Heaven, Drowning Mona, um... He was on an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, yeah, he's been in a lot of things. I guess just just you have to like kind of find him. Um, a lot of TV. Yeah, there's a lot of TV here. Uh, so yeah, he's been in a lot of things. So you've definitely seen him somewhere for sure. Okay. Um, let's see. So that him like him kind of just getting everything out of the way in the beginning, telling, you know, updating everyone who hasn't seen the first two in a long time. Well, what happened? Um, I really like that exposition there. Like they kind of just got that all out of the way. Didn't have to like, like have different people talk about it throughout the movie to kind of get you up to speed. Um, Jamie, the Jamie and Rachel dynamic that Cody talked about. I love Rachel. One of my faves for sure. And it's fucking great. And Daniel Harris as a child actress and even as an actress now, she's just great. And she was great from she the beginning. She was as a little girl, like it's a lot of pressure to be in a horror film being like the main focus of a horror film. Cause there's so much emotion that goes into it. And for a little girl like that, she nailed it. Like it's amazing how uh, great she was. Um, the rooftop scene, of course, one of my faves, uh, the ending. Well, I'll get into the ending, but my, one of my favorite little, little, little Easter eggs is 
the girl that was in the car with Rachel and Jamie after they pick up Jamie from from school. Her name is Lindsay. Now it is implied that it is implied by a lot of fans, and it's not official, but that was supposed to be Lindsay Wallace. It sucks that they never explored her. They went with Tommy in six, and we'll get to six here in a little bit. Um, but it's implied that that was Lindsay Wallace, that Lindsay was still, you know, hanging out, didn't really seem affected by anything. Uh, it is cool. And um, I always think that it is Lindsay Wallace, and I always will think that too. So um, it's cool. And, I, and there was people I thought that thought that was Tina. Like before Tina was Tina, that was supposed to be Tina. That could have went that way too. If you know, if that would have been an interesting. Yeah, they definitely have that same vibe. Definitely. Um, or totally, as PJ Souls would say. Um, <laughs> totally. The ending. I think this is number two. Did I say H? The H two was the number two ending. Yeah, but I love this ending because it's so different and it took a risk and I think they, it would have worked if they would have went with it. And of course they didn't. We'll talk about that soon. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on the pro or the cons for four. Cause it's like, I don't really There's, have too many. There is none. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll just, I'll just throw them out real fast because like, there's only a few, but like the ending was, was great. And it was very shocking. And I only saw Halloween four and five, my sophomore year of high school on my birthday, I got the DVD or I got them for Christmas. Uh, did I get them for Christmas or my birthday? It was one of the two. And I remember watching them all the time and loving them at that time. And I don't really like Halloween five as much anymore. I still watch it because it, it is what you do. Um, but for my cons of Halloween four, the mask, of course, I hate what yeah, the, terrible. I hate what it's the guy terrible. went through to make those. And, and, and like, he didn't get what he needed. And it just, you know, and then they they let that pink one get in the scene because they're oh, all tired. Gosh. They were also oh, tired and didn't notice, which is and it's pos- being on set. It's hard, trust me. It's it's hard. Um, but surely one person could have noticed that. I think that might be part of the urban legend that it was a mistake, and it probably really wasn't. They probably or it wasn't that they were tired. They just were dumb and didn't see it. it, it that could happen too. Uh, and then the explanation of where Lori is. I hate that they killed yep. Lori off the way they did. There, it was just a very quick boom. Died in a car accident. Uh, did they even mention it in the in number four? They don't even mention it. I don't think she. They just said uh, they, she's like. They, I know you miss your mom, mom and dad. He goes. It hasn't been that long. Uh, and she goes. It's, it's been eleven months. And she just. I don't think they ever actually say it was a car accident. I think at five I they do right. No, I thought the uh, the people in the ambulance that are transporting him at the first, I thought they were talking about it. They might have, yeah. If anyone out there can find out for us or know, let us know if you're watching. Because I, I know they say it briefly, and it just just felt like, you know, yeah. It was a throat line. Yeah, it was like, a throat. Like two, like in two with the, the yeah. brother and sister. Like, it just didn't mean anything. And they, you know, they could have said maybe, you know, this is corny and probably a shoehorn kind of thing too, but like, Maybe she gave him gave her up for adoption because, you know, she was fucked up. She was all fucked up. Like that could have played into the new one because how fucked up she is in the new one. Um, but we'll get to that. But uh, Cody, cons, any little ones that you have? I look, just little ones like you highlighted. The masks are not very good. Uh, I man, there's not anything else. All right, Colin, you're up. 
the math definitely ruins it for me. That's why it's not as high on, on, on my list, just because I can't stand looking at that. Like, there's nothing intimidating <laughs> about that mask. It just, he looks like a giraffe, man. Yeah, and um, just going from being so used to Lori, and then you have to go, and then you have to deal with Jamie. I mean, not saying that she's bad. It's just like, it's not the same, but I mean, I know that they, she, apparently, yeah, they killed her off, but I just, I don't know. It's just, that movie, it's like, it's not a bad movie. It's just like, I don't gravitate it to, more towards, towards it like, like I do the others. Like, I don't know, they little stale to me but that's just me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get in let's move right along halloween five oh, god you know we're i'm gonna start off with the good ones because i i have i actually have quite a few good uh Ugh. fives but there's a lot of terrible things too and uh i guess I'm we'll just start with with the darker atmosphere, it kind of sets up Halloween six pretty good with the dark atmosphere and like six is the best. I think the best atmosphere since the original, in my opinion, and we'll get to that. Uh, I like how crazy Loomis is in this one. Like it started in, <laughs> started, started in two a little bit. It started to trickle down when he find, you know, he like sees Ben Tramer die and you know, you can see him. He's going nuts in his head because he doesn't think it's him. He knows, but he does. He's not for sure. And then four, he's like, okay, I'm getting a little messed up here. Five, he's completely fucking out of his mind. And I love it. And just like how he's just begging Jamie to help him find him. And then I I love the line (laughs) when, you know, Jamie gets survives to like the car chase and Tina dies and she's just sitting in the ambulance and, he comes up to her. He goes, "Well, now will you help me?" <laughs> like he's just like, will you, "Will you help me now, please?" Like I need your help. She's like, "What? What should I do?" Uh, any scene with Michael and Loomis in the same scene was awesome. Uh, the when after that, the the car chase in the woods and everything, and everyone leaves, and Sam's just there by himself, and Michael's kind of in the fog in the woods listening to him. Michael, you should go back to where it all began. Where the, if you want to get rid of the the rage, awesome scene. Um, and then yeah. when he's talking to him in the house, the shitty house, which we'll get to the cons, well, the cons, we're just all going to be together. We're not going to go each way. We're just going to start yelling and why we, why we hate the movie. Um, but like their, their interaction, it's just so good. And he's just like, Michael's just kind of like looking like, you know, and it's going to give the mask. I, 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 or give the, the knife to him. It's pretty cool. And then the ending of him beating him up with a two by four. Epic. The fuck out of it's the so good. Done. Yeah. And the ending applies that Loomis dies. Like I was reading about that. Like, um, you know, that's he was supposed to be dead. He was supposed to apparently just he was gone. Cause you don't see him after that until six, because of course they bring him back. And it was years later when they brought Halloween back. Um, I thought that would have been a fitting end for for Loomis. Kind of just like he thinks he's killed him, but Actually, he's still alive and playing with his chains in jail, which we'll get to, too, which I hated. Um, what else? Uh, the barn kills. I love all this, the, the scene in the barn. Um, I am a big fan of uh, the girl who played um, Tina's friend. What's her name? Oh, um, what, what was her name? Um, I'm trying to block out this movie as much as I can. I'm going to be no help. 
I have it. I have the cast up right here. It. Uh, her name was. Oh, well, this is what's her name? But this is. Her 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 real name is Tamara Glenn. Yeah, I like her. A lot. Uh, but her well, but her. Uh, what was her? Keep talking. I'll. Yeah, I forget her character's name, but like I like how she fought back after after Spitz gets uh, the the pitchfork into. Yeah, I love that, and I love that Michael has a scythe. I like it. He's just slinging it. It's awesome. But I like how she fights back. And, and I think that's important. Her name is Sam. Sam. Okay. I like the, the character. I liked her character Fancy. too. Even if it was just minor, her standing up to the shape, even though she knows she's going to die. I think that's a pretty cool way to go out. And I'm a big fan of her as a person. She's really cool. She's really, um, uh, what do you, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, She's really interactive on her social because she just got back on social and she's getting back into acting and stuff. And she was at the H40 uh, convention. And um, God, I wish I could have went to that. Me too, man. I used to live out there, dude. I told you, like, if I would have lived out there, I would have invited you guys out. You guys could have stayed with me. We would have went. It would have been awesome. Uh, Sadly, it didn't happen that way. But eventually we'll all go to something like that together and it'll be good. Uh, What else do I have? Um... Jamie, like I said, Jamie rules in this movie. I think Jamie's best work is in five. I think everything that she had to go through, the facial expressions, um, just her being chased by Michael in the car, you know, everything in that, like the the trash shoot or the laundry shoot thing. Yes. Love yes. that. It's one of my favorite things in the movie. But other than that, We'll get to the cons here in a little bit because it's gonna be fun. Any any more positive things out there before we get? To I that? have. I actually have a couple for this movie, and it, it won't take long. Loomis, it's a his best line of the series. I uh, I wanted him to burn in hell, but I knew that hell would not have him. Best line I think in the series. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Best line he had was in the shittiest movie. Well, arguably, the shittiest movie of the series. It. It's bad that this movie can compete with Resurrection for worst movie in the series. Yeah. But the laundry shoot scene, you've you just talked about it. It's great. It it literally makes the movie watchable for me. Uh, I I love the scene. Daniel Harris is great in the movie. Um uh, she's come out and said that he was actually stabbing a real knife in the laundry shoot, and she actually got her leg cut in during the cut of the of the movie. You can see the and blood on her leg when she's yep. climbing up the climbing at climbing out of it. It's awesome. Huh, it's it's a really cool little thing. Yeah, yeah sucks for her, she but said, she yeah yeah she she said that uh, if she had been older, she would have refused the that part of the movie. But with her being a child, they pretty much just kind of bullied her into doing that role. Damn, yeah. Like, yeah, like that part in the movie. And that's that's mega fucked up, but I mean, there's really, really not much good to be said about this movie. It's just, it's it's a mess. It's not good. Colin, do you have any positives before I start? Yeah, I do. This movie apart, it's, it's the, I I like the so it's the scene with um, what's her name boyfriend uh, Tina's boyfriend when he parks the car around to the back of the shop and you see Michael coming around to kill him, you know, when he takes the, 
I don't know what that thing that tool is. And he scratches his his car. Yeah. And he puts it up, smashes his face. I think I love that that part. But I also like when he picks her up to go to that dance, and she wants to give him a kiss, and she kisses him. His eyes in the mask, yes, that old man mask is so terrifying. Oh, I love it. But other than that, kitty movie, and let's get to the con. Yes, <laughs> all I right. Will take lead. All right, let's go one for one. Like I'll, you go, Colin, go, I'll go, and we'll go yeah. around until we're done yelling. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Fuck this movie. They killed Rachel for no reason. Go. <laughs> Agreed. I, I I totally agree. That's all my list. Um. The begin okay I, yeah no you go go go, go. you know no, no you go <laughs> okay. I said you go first um, yeah the beginning of the movie when he is at that guy's is uh like house and he passes <laughs> out what yes. does he not wake up until a year <laughs> later because then it goes one year later he finally wakes up and grabs his mask and they show him unmasked too much in this movie yeah you I actually see his that. face okay yeah, I hate it. But now you go. That's my, <laughs> but I'm going to go off of yours because that's all my life is the first thing. Michael Myers at this point has been burnt, stabbed in the eye, <laughs> shot in both eyes, both in both eyes are shot. And it's and he shot him six times. He shot him six times. I shot him. Uh, and in the heart. And, and the heart. <laughs> He's not human. Um, <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> you would think his face would have been fucked up because his hands are still a little burnt. You can see. But his face, like you, you see, and, and Don Shanks is a Native American. He's got that. He looks, he looks that he looks Native American, and you could definitely tell that he's a young guy. He's a good-looking dude, and he's just he's he, there's no continuity, and that might be nitpicking, but at the same time, it's it's shit. <laughs> it's total shit. Yeah, yep. Go for uh, it. Okay, uh, back to me. Uh, Tina is the worst character in the Halloween series. I and hate, I hate not that. Close. Not even close. Like Busta Rhymes like gave us 45 reasons to hate him. And it still wasn't enough. Like Tina's character. It, oh, it, it just, it hurts my ears when she's on my screen. Like I, I want her to die and she's supposed to, Somehow she takes the 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 role from Rachel, like she's supposed to be the final girl that we care about. And I mean, they they lost me when they 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 threw Rachel away for nothing. But trying to make me care for Tina, there was there was no caring for that woman. <laughs> I, I don't care what they did. There there was there was nothing that was going to make me care for her. I like Tina, but that's just because I didn't I didn't find her annoying as a lot of people did. But I see your point. I mean, it was hard to care for her because we all liked Rachel, but I did find myself rooting for her when she was trying to help Jamie there at the end. And I, I refuse to believe that she died because she just got stabbed in the arm. Just saying, I don't think she died. And like, she's dead in the gurney. Yeah. That, that movie was such a mess, but Colin, you go for it. Another one. Um, next one I have is the mask. I hate it. Even worse than the fourth one. The hair in the back, I just did not like it. It didn't, I don't know. It's just, especially when you go from like one, Halloween one, Halloween two's mask, pretty similar. So you knew it was, you know, a sequel because, but this one, he goes from the worst mask in the series, the Halloween four, 
to Halloween five and they don't even look near similar or anything. I know it's they're technically a year apart or whatever from you know between the movies, but yeah, the difference in the mask, I just I hate the mask in that movie. I think that's one of my biggest gripes of the whole franchise that the mask never stays. Never stays the same. Always changes. Yeah, I would have molded and figured out how to do that mask that they had and bring it every time. But, you know, rights and lawyers and the entertainment business, it's messy. Um, Another con. Man, I have a a lot. Um, Yeah, this is bad. (laughs) As much as I love, I love the man in black character in six and I love the thorn story and why and all that. There was no need to introduce him in five. And the rumor was, um, according to some of the interviews from the the making of five on the the new, the big box set, um, that the director and writer, oh, they're the same person, um, kept saying, oh, they'll just figure it out in six. Like, the movie was such a mess, they needed to add something into it. And they <laughs> added a guy in a, in, a, in a duster and a hat, and he's carrying a bag, and he's got cowboy boots. And he's smoking and he's got, yeah. And then he's got uh, the thorn symbol and like, you just don't explain the thorn, why that is there for any, there you just, there's no, even a hint. Like it was just random and that pisses me off. But at the same time, yeah, it was just to bail him out. And I'm glad Daniel Farron's the writer of six figured something out with it because I don't know, but go ahead, Colin. Or Cody, whoever's next. I mean, I think. Okay, so my last, I'm gonna, I'm gonna group two together because I, we, I think we've talked about this dumpster fire of a movie long enough. Uh, the dopey cops when when Rachel's outside, like they're playing that those god awful like, yeah, one two second clips. Oh. It's it's so bad. And then hell, I can't even remember what um, I was. There's one was- other. There's one other thing I was gonna I was gonna say was a negative, but I, I'm I'm ready to just be done with this movie. I, I'll think of it later and and come back to it. But I I really I, I can't remember what I was gonna say. Like it's this movie is I would not recommend this movie to anyone. The ending is bad. The whole movie's bad. Minus uh, if you want to watch the only good ten minutes of this movie. You find the laundry shoot scene, you watch it, and you watch when Dr. Loomis fights Michael, and you're good. Like you can you can save yourself 70 minutes with this movie. <laughs> Colin, you have any more? Um, I have one more after yeah, you. So um yeah. Um I know you guys talked on talked about uh Jamie. I actually don't like that she's mute for half of it. That I was it. That was my other name. I don't I don't get it because I get it. Yeah, she could probably sense him because we saw that, you know, at the end of four, like you could tell like, oh, yeah, they're definitely related. But I don't get why she had to be a mute. Like what made her what happened in that time frame to make her be a mute? I I didn't get it. But yeah, I did not like that part at all. It's just like I think it kind of took away from her, her, her character a little bit. So my, and I agree with that too. It, it kind of felt like when Lori was, I comatose like half to Halloween too, but uh, the ending of five, 
was uh, I like how yeah I mean I get why they needed to do that they had to there was no other way of doing it I love how we watch the guys from we watch the movies say it's like a scene out straight out of Dick Tracy just really dark like a darker version of Dick Tracy he's got a Tommy gun he's coming through and he doesn't even look real like he kind of looks like he's CGI when he's coming through it's like really slow motion really weird and I'm just like okay and then Jamie comes walking in and like he must have had a bomb or something because that goddamn that that cell was ripped apart. <laughs> like what the hell? And I'm just I'm just like wow. And I watched it a couple times. I watched it this past weekend like twice because I was doing uh, the 31 days thing. And I was just like, how did I like this movie back in the day? I guess when you grow older, you kind of figure out more things. But like I guess back then it was just for the shock value. It's Halloween. It's Michael Myers. Woohoo. And it's still like that, but like I can, I'll call a spade a spade. It just wasn't a good movie, and it's definitely, you know, ties or might. May, it depends on what day of the week you ask me which one's worse. But we'll yep. get to that. So, yep. well, that is it for part one of Hollapalooza. I hope you enjoyed it. Where we got to hear myself, Cody Repass, and Colin Wall talk about why we love Halloween, and we got to talk about Halloween one through Halloween five, which was a good time. Part two. We'll be dropping on Friday, and I really hope you enjoy it because, well, we get to talk about Halloween 6, H2O Resurrection, and Rob Zombie's films and beyond. It's going to be a good time. Make sure you tech check it out. And then the actual part two, Hallapalooza part two, will be taking place live on Halloween night, Wednesday, October 31st, 9 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash Show. So for that, thank you so much. We'll talk to you guys soon, and happy October, everyone.